0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am sitting in a tour van outside Redgate in Vancouver on a nice sunny May day. I have three members of the band, and we'll we'll start here. Is it 36?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is open to interpretation. It could be 36. It could be 36. It could be 36 or any number of things. So if
0: you saw the text, it would be three six question mark, but how do you say it?
1: I just say thirty six.
0: Got it. So now that we've got <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, why don't we introduce ourselves so we know so the audience knows who's talking?
1: Uh, my name's Taylor. I uh, I write the songs and I I basically fill whatever gaps need to be filled live when the time comes to play
0: for detail. Taylor is sitting in the driver's seat of the van, and in the back seat, I have two other band members.
2: Uh, My name's Laura, and I play the electric guitar, and I also play the keyboard.
3: My name is Carrie, and I play the bass Moog and two synthesizers, as well as Sing. Oh, Yeah. I sing too.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being on my show. I appreciate that. You guys drove from Calgary to Vancouver today. I heard maybe you took a stop in Golden. How about you tell me about the drive?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so we uh, we had a show in Golden a couple a couple days ago.
2: Well, nope. yeah, there was. We just played in Golden the other day, and that that one golfer guy just ran.
0: You guys have to explain what Golden is for people who don't know.
2: Golden's this like tiny little town on the way to Vancouver. It's like a pit stop. Yeah, it's like a pit stop that we didn't expect to be this awesome. But it was so good. There were so many people that showed up, Uh and uh, they were all really stoked on the music. But this one guy walked in, and he was just a golfer on a golf tournament. And he was like, oh, all my golfing buddies went to bed because they're old. But, like, I'm going to go out and party. So he went out, and he, like, walked to the venue. And he walked in, and he saw us playing Sell You Love. Which is one of the most messed up songs on the record. And he was like, This is insane. I love this. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think Carrie's right. Like the energy really brings people in.
3: Yeah. I think actually when we play Sell Your Love that's when people really get into it because it's like the juxtaposition between the first couple songs we play. It's like, it's like groovy, you know, it's, it's going well. And then like suddenly you see the messed up side and people are like, damn, these people are really like putting themselves out there. And I think people really vibe with that.
0: All right, Taylor, do you want the last word? No. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we listen to a song? I'm going to play Vic. So how about somebody Prepare the listener for the experience of hearing 36, question mark, for the very first time.
1: Vic is a song about, uh, just about lost love and just, uh, and just, you know, wishing someone who used to be a a big part of your life just, like, a, a good, a good goodbye and that they do well, I guess.
2: You're chewing bubble gum with pop rocks in it. And then the pop rocks start exploding at the exact same time that fireworks start showing up everywhere for no reason. You don't know why it's happening all around you. You, d- you didn't even know you were in a zone of fireworks, but they're everywhere. And then some guy in a horse comes by, and he's just like, Hey, stranger, you want to hop on? So you hop on the horse.
1: <laughs> okay, that's, that's great.
0: <laughs> that was actually pretty good. That was some great improv, thank you. you. Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Vic by a band called 36. I heard Taylor say about this song that he has always found it strange the many ways in which people move on from a broken heart. Taylor, how would you like to expand on that for us?
1: I just, uh, I find there's a lot of like, I, I find a lot of a lot of times people force distance in that kind of a situation and i and i've I've just never felt the need to maybe maybe i just haven't been hurt enough but uh I've always just kind of felt like the uh after heartbreak i'm i'm still i still love the person and they they still offer all all of the same things that they once did in my life, so the idea of losing that person as like a as a friend or losing that person just from my life because of like because of, like, too much feelings doesn't seem like, a worth, like it's worth it. The loss, I guess. And uh, and I, fe- I, find, like, I feel like that's kind of the norm is to, like, just distance yourself a lot of the time. I think that's just... It that seems weird to me, but, yeah.
0: Does anybody in the back want to weigh in on this song?
2: It makes me cry <laughs> when I think about what it really means, you know? Um, it's really... It's a beautiful sentiment that you have. The idea that like love shouldn't be it shouldn't last just as long as a commitment does, you know, it should last as long as love lasts, which is forever. If it really if it was there in the first place, it it's usually there forever, you know? So it's nice to keep keep in touch with people that you love.
0: All right. So the Project 36 started back in 2006, and I read this was as a way to deal with anxiety issues and ADD medication. So you want to tell people
1: a little bit about that? Um, so, uh, essentially, the, the band started in just, like, the height of, like, a, a, a lot of uh, just, like, me being overprescribed with ADD medication and, and just not, not really realizing that that was the case so I and so I and by the time that the band kind of started or like this project kind of started to become a thing in my life I was I was on like like five or six times the dosage of daily ADD medication that I'd started with like a year ago and um, so I basically never slept and I'd, I'd be like like hallucinating delusions on a daily basis and like was supercharged in all of my emotions and like really really upset but also like really efficient because I'm on ADD medication so obviously I'm I'm still really good at getting things done so it was like it was kind of like the perfect cocktail for me to just like come into my own as an artist because I was like supercharged emotionally and as well as just like ready to get stuff done
0: alright so the project 36 the project started in 2006 it's 2019 now so I wanted to ask you what does the project mean to you now given its origin
1: okay well yeah so it's it's kind of just been an, an evolving thing like throughout then like uh like around 2014 was when I first got like a real band and like um like uh and uh we just and and that like completely changed the sound like uh all the all the the guys in the band which who aren't here now but have have been with me for a a while or like basically since 2014 and uh and that like definitely like added to the sound and created a like opened it up you know and like which Required a bit of, like, me surrendering a, surrendering a bit of creative control. Which I think is, is important for growth, I think. But, uh yeah, it, it's just kind of just been... An, m- music has always just been an ever-evolving thing for me. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it's moving. And I, I don't know if there's a direction or not.
0: <laughs> well, let's hear some of that musical direction. I think it's time to play another song. I want to play my favorite song of the Project 36. The song is So What? And I'm going to play the piano version. So why did you decide to make a piano
1: version of this song? Well, I've actually recorded like a, a just like a stripped down piano version of a lot of the songs on the record. And this one just felt like it stood out. Um, like the, the lyrics are, are, uh, kind of, uh, uh, a bit of juxtaposition with like the 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 punk rock version of it whereas like you don't you don't really hear like just kind of how depressing the lyrics are I guess in the in like the more like kind of uppity version of it which is I kind of like about that but like it it really allows the song to breathe and like to kind of like for to be able to felt feel like the actual meaning of the of the song in the in like the piano version because it's like it's so much more about like the feeling and the lyrics and the and just like that feeling of being depressed and l- alone I guess. I
4: don't know how this will so stone. I think so, at the bar, at the bar, I feel like a drone. but it's not a product You just can't stay warm in a catacomb. I'm just a big black. Ball. I better sort myself out. I'm just a stain on the world I better kick myself out I better just get lost
0: Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track, So What? The Piano Version by a band called 36. I have three members of the band sweating with me a little bit in the tour van on a sunny day in Vancouver. We just heard my favorite track from the band 36 and I'd love to get the band members in the back to talk about the piano version.
2: Um, So I was there when this piano version was recorded. We we walked in the freezing cold to our friend Luke's house and we were going to Take some videos of Taylor playing some of the songs acoustically. So we went up to the this super. It's kind of out of tune piano that's just chilling in our friend Luke's house, and it was uh the, the the room was filled with all of this random stuff and like paintings everywhere, and we moved around a whole bunch of things to make like the perfect scene to film this on my crappy like 90s video camera, and then he set up um just like a like a mic on our, the broken mic stand. It broke. We were all really hungry, too. it was just There was a lot of things that were happening that kind of made us in a mood of like, oh, this is kind of frustrating. But then he started playing, so what? And all of the frustration of the day just melted away into the performance, and I could see that, that the music had just totally taken out. Uh, it had just taken all the stress from within and translated itself into music. And I kind of watched him get healed while he was playing it. It made me cry, honestly. It was a really beautiful performance. We were like, that's the one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was a really nice thing to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. That was, that was good. <laughs> so
0: I wanted to play an older track right now. I was going to play the first track in the 36 project, but we don't have to. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, what song
0: were you gonna were you gonna play? I was gonna play the song. So what if I feel like bondage? <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, why not? Let's do it.
0: <laughs> why do you think I chose that
1: song to play? <laughs> um, well, I think uh, I don't know. Why? Just why did you choose it? <laughs>
0: I, I chose it because I wanted to compare and contrast where you guys are with Milk Mountain with the very first song that you guys wrote, or you wrote, yeah. I guess, I'll say it that way. And um, you said about this song, it's hilarious, that it's a sadomasochistic spaz punk song about sexually dominant alt girls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I was really, uh, I was, I had a, yeah, that would, that, have you heard this?
2: Um, honestly, he showed me some of his old music once, and I was like, um... <laughs> is that appropriate to have on Spotify? <laughs> should you take that down?
1: Oh, wait, no, this is something... Oh, wait, I should show... I should... could we show them this? They've never heard it? I don't think...
2: I have not heard it. But... No, I, have, I haven't I have heard this song. I have definitely read the title and kind of, like, skipped past it. Yeah, yeah,
3: I definitely haven't heard this
2: one.
0: All right, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy as you guys get to hear this song.
1: Do you know where the, where the keys over there somewhere?
2: Yeah. I hid them because we've been
1: drinking in the band. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stop it. What is it? What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Wait, um,
3: so you
2: were into to so alt You wanted you wanted alternate alternative
1: girls. I to really be- loved. Tie you I really up. just wanted like a scene girl to just like just like go buck wild on me
3: <laughs> You know, I could do
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do that? I could do that. I, it's, I've always wanted to do that to somebody.
3: <laughs> you could dress up and everything.
2: Yeah. I could just do heavy makeup.
3: Yeah, we got black lipstick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. Ready?
5: by beating up on other girls she's so sweet with the she
1: she's got a tough time controlling her reign
5: she never listened to a single word i ever said she's got a drill all
0: right welcome back to the interview show this is scott wood your host Laura and Carrie in the band 36 have just heard the first song written by Taylor as 36. And that song is So What If I Feel Like Bondage. And now I'm going to get their reaction after hearing that song for the first time.
5: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm.
2: So, um,
5: this, honestly,
2: I can see the, like, MSI influence for sure like did you hear that that was uh for people
0: who don't know msi yeah is
2: an insane band no mind self-indulgence that they're insane like (laughs) you can hear it in like all of your your double kicks and the the just insane noise and and your vocals just I just like wow you had a lot of angst
3: (laughs) yeah i feel like he was really letting loose in
2: that one.
1: like
3: there was no holding back yeah. he was just putting himself on the table and seeing how people would take it yeah. <laughs> and he did not give any hex
2: I've seen Taylor in this mode every once in a while like when we get too tired or uh, if we've had just too much coffee it's just like he, he, he is that person that person is still in there. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, kind of, it's compressed now. But every once in a while, if you're, like, close to him, you'll see that person.
5: <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it's, like, forever immortalized in a song.
0: So how and why did you keep this a secret from these guys for so long?
1: <laughs> it just kind of never came up, you know? So it's, it's on there. It's on the Internet. I just, Wait.
2: Is this the record that has you with dreadlocks on it?
1: No. No. That's a different one. <laughs> That's before that time. That's the secret you should have kept. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Alright, so that song,
0: suffice it to say, is not in the live set.
1: No. no.
0: <laughs> now oh
2: I could maybe get into it, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, straight up, that would be really fun. That would be be fun. fun. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be the kind of show that we wouldn't want to play on one of those, like, we just drove eight hours and played one of my sets, and now we're going to play 36, and this is on that set. I'd probably be like, I'm going to die during this song. But, like, if that was, like, tonight, hell yeah, we could play that
3: song. (laughs) I think it would be a good fit for, like, a sweaty house party show, like, in a basement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, guys, I'm going to leave that with you to plan out, but I think I think you're on the right road to creating that song again. <laughs> thank you very much for sitting and sweating with me in this tour van for a while, and thank you for inviting me into your home. That was very sweet of you, guys. I appreciate that. I want to hear a track. Let's play I Think My Dog Knows I'm High. How about we get the band in the back to talk a little bit about the song before we hear it?
2: This is possibly one of my favorite songs to play live because I'm playing the keyboard and the electric guitar, and I'm kind of like playing a chord on the guitar, and then I let it feed back while I play like a seventh on the keyboard broken and and uh taylor always gets me to make it go like (laughs) so it's got to sound kind of like i don't know like it's not it's not fully together it almost sounds like it's falling apart um the whole time but this song is so fun to play live um and to yell the part where you put your dog outside. I love that part. <laughs> Live to sing that is so good because everybody's like, yeah, and then starts
3: dancing to it. It's super punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one of, also my one of my favorite songs to play just because this is the one song where I really utilize all three synths that I'm playing because um, first during the chorus, it's like really, really fun, and then it slows down a little bit during the verses where I get to p- utilize every single one of my pianos at the same time using the pedals that I have to sustain notes and play the other piano at the same time where in other songs I usually have like a little bit of time between using each uh, piece instrument but in this song I get to use them all at the same time which is really fun and then there's a noise section which um, all of us get really really into <laughs> and we all like vibe I think my favorite part is watching Taylor and waiting for him to give us this uh, little cue where we all come in again which uh nobody ever expects it it's really fun <laughs> yeah. it's really fun and it's like just a really great way to end off the song and um, yeah I really love it mm-hmm.
0: guys thank you very much for being on my show thank you for
4: having us
5: thank you so much yeah, thank you the summertime I've been staying up through the night I have gotten used to seeing sunshine I have been indulging. I might have stepped back if this was another time I am feeling I feel too alive I can't stop I can't stop My child, I just need us both to unwind. I can't take it, I can't stop. But for my dad,
3: hey, this is Laura Hickley from thirty six,
2: and Laura Hickley. And you're listening to the interview show by Scott Wood.
3: Hi, this is Carrie from 36 and Laura Hickley. And you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.
0: Not sure why by, you laughed at the end.
2: Is it by Scott it's, Wood? It's
0: probably with Scott Wood.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it again? Let's try it again. Should I, should I try okay. again? <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie. Do I say my full name?
0: If you want to. Okay.
3: Hi, this is Carrie Hickley,
2: I'm... Okay, should I redo mine? What's my okay, not? try again.
3: I Wait, need to I'm going to do first, okay. Hey,
2: this is Laura Hickley from the band 36, as well as my own project, Laura Hickley, and you're listening to the interview
3: show with Scott Wood. You nailed it, Laura. Hi, this is Carrie Hickley with... Uh, thir- <laughs> 63? 63. Okay, let me
2: go again. <laughs> okay, you want a shot?
5: No.
3: <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie Hickley, and I'm a part of Thirty Six, as well as Laura Hickley, and you are listening to the th-
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't. This is so funny. I feel like the person from the, the buttery, crispy, flaky
5: bread. <laughs> okay.
3: What am I saying? Okay,
0: You're saying, hi, my name is, I'm in this band and that band, and you're listening to The Interview Show with, with Scott Wood.
3: With Scott Wood.
0: Yeah. Or by Scott Wood or at this man. point. It's all good. It. Okay.
3: <laughs> hi, this is Carrie Hickley. I'm with 36 and Laura Hickley, and you are listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Taylor Cochran from 36, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.